Drop the mics. This is your boy T'Challa, and we have the White Wolf with us as well. I'm out the here. Gotham, <laughs> the Gotham City Rogues. We are working congruently with Marvel Stuff Podcast because it is Black Panther Week, aka every day is Christmas for me. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying the episodes at least a little bit, Noah. Uh, we do this for every major movie that comes out during for the MCU. We do a whole week of themed episodes, and uh, we're having a great time. It's always fun to just kind of like jump into it. Uh, you and I have been doing a comic book club for every one of them for quite a while now, so that's been pretty enjoyable. And uh, this one is no exception. We did Black Panther Volume 4. This was written by Christopher Priest, and there was a conglomerate of artists because we went across a few issues. Now, what we did is we only broke down the Black Panther part of Volume 2. There's a whole second section called The Crew. Uh, We're going to save that for a different episode because it's not necessarily Black Panther because, spoiler alert, he's the new uh, White Tiger by the end of this. So... He's no yeah, longer Black which Panther, I, which I thought was great, and and because Marvel, uh, the the new Black Panther has to deal with someone taking up the mantle of Black Panther. I, that's I was why gonna I say, I I was like, is this intentional by Noah? Because I thought he just you just picked a Black Panther book you wanted to read, but this was really really smart. I I appreciate that because it really is someone else taking over the Black Panther role. T'Challa is still present, but not really. He's barely in it, right? Yeah, he shows up in like what the last like fifty pages of even the arc. Yeah, I mean he's presumed dead for the the beginning of it. That's for sure. But uh, let's just kind of break down what exactly this was. This was released in 1998, and then kept moving forward. Uh, like I said, Volume Four, Christopher Priest Run. A uh, lot of people call him one of the better Black Panther artists. I believe he was the first African-American writer to take over the character from Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, there's a whole podcast about Black Panther, which I know a podcast recommending a podcast is kind of silly, but I would highly recommend the history of Black Panther. You can find it. It was uh, originally on Sirius XM and they even got to interview Christopher Pierce there. Excuse me, priest. Uh, so pretty awesome stuff there. Now, yeah, 98. Here's the cover. What are we feeling on these vibes, man? Because this is not your your father's T'Challa. <laughs> no, but this is nine. This is if you were to ask me to like pick uh, a year from when this comic book <laughs> cover could have been, it would have been ninety eight or ninety nine. This is yep. late nineties aesthetic. Mar- not just Marvel. Oh, but DC just- too. DC. I mean, this is giving Spawn vibes. Dark this Horse. What- yep. <laughs> Yes, this is what comics looked like in the 90s. And I think this is a really just point blank. Hey, you're getting ready to get. And from this picture, you can tell like, oh, it's Black Panther. But it's not, like you said, it's not your dad's Black Panther. This is not your mom. This isn't this cute little Chadwick. This is a dude who's out. Every time I was like flipping a page when uh, Cole was up there, when Casper, whichever way you want to call him. um, I was like, this is Punisher. This is Punisher with a... With a, with, a, with, with a twist, a, with a black panther hat on, and I loved it. I I did enjoy the difference because he has a similar story as T'Challa, but it's a whole separate vibe than T'Challa. I did appreciate that he was like from Manhattan, so he was a he was an American guy. He just happened to pick up the black panther suit. I thought that added a different level of intrigue because he's 
grown up in an established city that's essentially a character itself in all mediums, but especially in Marvel Comics. And uh, throughout this volume, we actually did get a couple of cameos. Nothing crazy, but we got a couple. So that was fun. Uh, I guess the intro is the guy that starts under the Black Panther mask is not T'Challa. Like we said, it's a uh, Kevin Cole nicknamed Casper because he's a very light skinned black man. I'm trying to see. Uh, uh, there he is. I screenshot this one. There's a handful of, but which he one just is looks he? white. <laughs> exactly. He just looks white. And I was like, did they really? put a white guy in the black panther suit why did this thing not get canceled immediately and then i was like oh it's because he's light light skin gotcha okay yeah he's mixed and when you look at his mom you can see it like as a, as a man who's dark skin who has a son who is very light skin like it happens right yeah 100 percent. there could be direct <laughs> brothers and sisters that just have completely it's just uh you know I, my brother's tanner than me not exactly the same thing but you know it's just it's gonna have a range no matter which way you chop it up but he was uh yeah, yeah half um i think it was uganda his dad was uh from uganda i believe it revealed that the in the last issue and his mother's jewish so that was uh he's a uh, he's a mixed race between those two and <laughs> oh my i God, like this character like <laughs> I like this character a lot, dude. It was fun. It was like just taking something I like never would have picked up by myself. Because if anything, if I was going to read Black Panther, I'd want to read about T'Challa. But you had big brain moves and you decided, you know what? T'Challa's not here. So what are we going to do? What did you think of this intro? How do you feel about this character? Uh, I guess, what were you looking forward to the most when you first picked it up? So, I mean, I I have known about Casper for a while I knew that he took on the the role of um the white wolf after Hunter gets you know uh white dethroned tiger. I guess is it? <laughs> the white they wolf all have weird names of the white I thought it was white tiger at the end and he was the white oh, white yeah, wolf yeah, yeah. Was the, yeah. okay okay gotcha gotcha, gotcha okay they, they add somebody. These, <laughs> I loved the joke where he said, "Okay, fine, I will be Black Panther. I'll paint it green with, <laughs> with tiger stripes and call myself the iguana, green iguana, or emerald iguana." That's what it was. I wrote it down. It was very funny. But continue. Um. So I mean, I really enjoyed. Like I said, I love how Cole and T'Challa's story are very similar in terms of like men who don't think that they deserve what has been bestowed upon them. They both stole the suit because I yep. mean, T'Challa originally stole it from his dad when he wasn't worthy at the right time um, in some iterations. And then we have Cole kind of thinking he stole it um, in order to do what he d- deemed to be right. I know. Good old T'Challa. He's, he's, I loved <laughs> the, the grandmaster T'Challa of this series where he was just like, I know everything. He, he had a Batman <laughs> vibe about him. And the 4D chess. Um, so I, I enjoyed it because it was giving me, again, it was giving me young, it was giving me young T'Challa vibes, but with a, a real Marvel US twist, especially like a New York twist, because it was just giving, like, in terms of like, when you think of your New York heroes, his Black Panther fit. It felt like Daredevil. Right. It felt like Peter. It felt, it felt so much like a New York, hero but if you were to put t'challa in new york which they do sometimes he does feel kind of off 
this was your way of getting a New York Black Panther. I thought that it was. I think, yeah. Really I mean, well. it even speaks to the fact that, like, sometimes T'Challa is just like, oh, he's the token Black comic character to get in here. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we need a Black guy for this story. Where's T'Challa? It's like, you're going to pull this guy from Wakanda just to like, <laughs> shoehorn him into any Avenger storyline. It just seems silly when you have other characters. But I, I like that the, this guy, uh, yeah, he definitely has the New York vibe about him. I hope that they do, in, in terms of the actual, like, comic. Uh, especially in these like newer runs, I would love to see more about about Casper. Um, even more about Hunter. As much as like how weird he is, his character is really, really intriguing. Like he's this white kid who mm. got adopted by an African king and yeah. then became of the guy's actual son. Like it's. <laughs> It's a really weird story, but like the, it's told so amazingly, and like the bond of Hunter and T'Challa when they're younger, and it is, it is kind of like you could see in the new move in the movie, uh, they almost tried to play that up with the very quick relationship of of Killmonger and T'Challa. Like he okay, had this like yep. love for his cousin almost immediately. It was like, oh. You could be my right hand. Like, like when he learned all the ways that his dad failed him, uh, that's the same thing that happened like with Hunter. And I was like, oh, that is one thing that T'Challa can never escape is the sins of his dad, is the sins of the previous Black Panthers. Right, exactly. And, and I thought that that... I, I mean, I we talked that. about that even a little bit in uh, an episode earlier this week, just the fact that it's not T'Challa's fault that they weren't assisting the rest of Africa and trying to prevent them from being shipped off to America into slavery. But now that he's in charge of Wakanda, he retroactively like Killmonger's like, dude, why, why aren't we doing anything? You can't prevent something that already happened, but you can make things better. And that's why I think Killmonger was such a fantastic villain. It's just, he really embraced that. We're, we're switching between the movie and the comic book, but I just wanted <laughs> to acknowledge that. No, yeah, you're right. And and I mean, we go on and on back and forth. I think that the interesting thing, and we get it here with with uh, Casper's Black Panther because he has, he has the sins of his father. Right. In uh, and, and both ways, and, and both being a cop and, and uh, trying to clear up crime, like, spoiler alert, kind of, uh, like, <laughs> the dirtiness in terms of like what he was doing was illegal, even though he was doing it for what he assumed to be the right reasons. Right. hundred percent. The dad, not so much, but yeah. Yeah. We can quick shout out the dad. I mean, he, uh, one thing I wanted to pick apart from this series is like the first few issues, they really leaned into repeating dialogue, repeating things in his head. Mm-hmm. It got on my nerves. Eventually it was like, okay, we get it. We know <laughs> that guy said that we don't need to see it six times. Two or three I can live with, but they had that one thing that his father said go while he talk was visiting to prison. Yeah, go talk to the colonel. The yeah, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I heard it six times, it should be stuck in my head, but I chose to ignore <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> I, the, the one time I did enjoy it, the one time I thought it was really interesting was when he was reminiscing to when his dad went to the, the mayor, the, the, the head gangbanger. Uh, and was like telling he's like hey no we can fight right now like i'm not a cop i'll put my badge down stuff oh like that. yeah yeah the fight when his kid came with a black eye yeah i did i took a yeah, screenshot yep, that, of that 
this scene and, and then it goes into that and then right there yeah and then as they're leaving it's the same line that he told him and that, that was the one time, that that was was the like, one time oh, you could have okay. saved it for this moment and it would have been great but the fact that you had already i had already yeah. seen it like three or four times his dad was straight gangster in that scene i was like oh yeah <laughs> i'm on board for this guy this this guy's my boy blackjack cole's dope <laughs> he rolls up he's like yo my kid has a black guy in your neighborhood he's not even the guy that punched him in the face he's like yo what up? <laughs> you're the mayor <laughs> Yeah, like, that's yeah, actually yeah. hilarious. So he's kind of like rich. he's kind of buying his son protection by threatening to beat up the the mayor the, of that block <laughs> or whatever. But I mean that I mean the the same thing kind of works in in like not reverse, but it's it's that whole thing of like retribution. It's like, hey, I know you might not have killed like my my friend who's a gang member, but you're part of that crew, so you got to die as well. Like he. And it's kind of foreshadowing for what we learned. He kind of like he had mob like mentality from an early standpoint. Mm-hmm. In fact, he went in there and was like, "Nah, badge, no, no gun, let's fight." What up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's duke it out like men. <laughs> Throws it back even <laughs> further. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Good old fisticuffs. Uh, there's some interesting artwork. I took a few screenshots. Uh, feel free to stop me whenever, but. I liked the the glowing yellow eyes that they added to the suit. That was pretty cool. I like how they were very conscious of the fact that this Black Panther suit did lose the right arm. So yeah, he found it I without did. the right arm. So he, threw, he had a glove on that wasn't the claws. And uh, he wore the trench coat to kind of hide that fact. It was kind of neat. Um, how did you feel about Sergeant Torque in his relationship uh, that he had with uh, Casper? It was... At first, I was really trying to, like, grasp where he lied with everything. Like, yeah, me too. 100%. I didn't know if he was, like... It seemed like they were friends, but also it seemed like he was an old beat-up cop, and he was kind of, like, okay with corruption at the same time. So it was it was a very interesting dynamic, but as it was shown throughout the, the issues, he's definitely uh, Casper's strongest and most reliable ally for quite a while there. Yeah, also the scene where Casper, his girl, his pregnant girlfriend, and, and Torque are all in the bedroom. Yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. Was like, was deeply scene. personal. <laughs> well, it, it, it was just, I guess, trying to um, expand on them being really good friends and like they yeah. really trust each other with everything. I don't know if I screenshot that. I don't think I did. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty awkward scene. She's like, can we at least pretend that it's weird that he's seeing all my stuff again? <laughs> again. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, we uh, out here. But oh man, I got some of the cameo pictures in here. That was a little was bit Spidey. later in the story. Yeah, I got. Did, did you notice Jay Jonah Jameson? Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. And then yeah, right after we got our boys, our boy Spidey. And this is at the beginning when uh, boy look white. That that is a white yeah, man. That's a white man. Look, he's next to his Asian girlfriend, and they have the same skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> She was mad white too. At first, She's I thought she white. was a white woman until someone until she said she was Korean. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's doing a bunch of like uh, walking the beat is what they call it as cops is because mm-hmm. he's being punished for something that something that blew up in his face, and uh, that's why he picked up the Black Panther suit in the first place because he wanted to continue to do his job, but he didn't have the badge to do it. Yeah, and, uh, and I thought that again. I thought that was a really cool little thing that was just like T'Challa uh, taking it because you believe that you're doing the right thing, even though you're not worthy of it at that moment. And you know, he right. does. 
become worthy of a suit later on, but it, it is like them fighting for. And I mean, it happens to T'Challa again when he becomes the the guardian of Hell Kitchen when uh, Daredevil right. he gets kicked out of Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this specific image is like this. Just screams New York Black Panther. That's what this guy is right here. I'm like, I yeah. buy it. It, it looks. It looks like you switched it up a bit. It's cool. Uh, then we That's do get B. Parker the... right there. <laughs> Yeah, we do get to meet T'Challa, and uh, he's also very light-skinned. Whoever the artist was, they were not good at representing, like, variations on skin tone. (laughs) Which is weird, because, like, they got the dorm, they got Okoye right there. Right. She dark. (laughs) Yeah, she's darker than T'Challa. Yeah, whatever. It's fine, but (laughs) it, it was very odd and kind of jarring. Like, even right by his glove in this image, you could see his skin peeking between the two. It's like... So this is a white guy. This is just a white guy dressed up as Black Panther. A white and that's a, man. <laughs> not cool. Uh, we get to see T'Challa down on his luck a little bit. I don't know the context of why he's down and out in this exact moment, but it gives me like Bruce Wayne vibes from The Dark Knight Rises, the very beginning where he just is a recluse and grew out his goatee and <laughs> hobbling around on a cane type of thing. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I did like, uh, because it's the, like with Bruce Wayne, this shows that it's not the suit that makes the hero. It is right. truly their minds. They are, they are both so, such brilliant tacticians that he was able to think three steps ahead almost constantly the entire time. Um, like you said, very Batman. This is a very Batman T'Challa that we get in this. Uh, in this, and this is almost like a... Batman and, and Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that relationship. Yeah, because he's he's kind of hands off in the whole situation. I did find that odd. Um, it made sense because they're trying to develop this Casper character, but at the same time, it's a Black Panther book, and you, like he's alive, but he's just kind of like <laughs> chilling in the background in his pajamas and never leaves his pajamas. Grew out his hair quite a bit. Um, he his look drastically changes within this comic book. It We're does. Get to that. It's weird. <laughs> but here's uh, the chapter three cover. Uh, there was f- six chapters to go with uh, the intro here. There was uh, also chapter zero, so it was actually seven. And uh, all of these are really neat covers. Just throwing the guns up, really showing the trench coat and stuff. This one specifically. It, it looks more like T'Challa. I think it is T'Challa because he's wearing the black and gold, not the but, trench coat. Yeah. Uh, but that, on. I can't even tell if that's a glove or if that is his hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's like a bit a... confusing. I think it's the claw there, but regardless. Uh, this one, there's more just him and White Wolf having a bit of a standoff, and he's the same tone as White Wolf. <laughs> they, they just did not do black justice <laughs> on this. Like, not even just the skin color. Like, that Black Panther suit is blue. It is light baby blue. <laughs> and, like, I, I get, like, maybe if you're trying to be like, oh, at that point, you got to make, like, everything th- that color. Lighter, like, yeah. Almost yeah. seem invisible or whatever. But, yeah, that just looks like he's wearing a snow leopard suit. That is that is snow leopard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to add another weird cat-related figure. Uh, but um, I guess moving forward with the storyline, some other notes I put. Uh, Casper gets rehired as a cop. 
White Wolf replaced the stuff that he lit on fire because he didn't want to owe White Wolf anything. <laughs> and it's like, wow, he, he really is serious. I, I didn't know what to think of White Wolf at first. I was not trusting him when he was introduced in this storyline. But it turns out he was working in like connection with T'Challa the entire time, which their relationship I'd really like to venture into further. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to do that someday. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter is a really intriguing character. I I hope that they mention like if they. For me, what would be especially with the losing of 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 uh, Black Panther at his funeral, I want there to be one white guy that no one questions who he is. They don't. He never has to oh, talk. He never has to cool. say anything. He just has to be there. They they did give uh, Bucky the the name White Wolf at the end. But they of didn't Black give him Panther. the name Hunter because that's who's true. to say that Hunter didn't give up that title? That's true. To go I, and do other things. I have I don't see any reason why they couldn't do that because they they did that for Iron Man's funeral. They just had that random kid that no one really recognized, and it was just Hell the kid yeah, from Iron Three. Iron Man. Hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking love that kid. <laughs> yeah, he's dope. Uh, Moving forward, what other things do we have going on here? Casper gets a call that his dad was attacked, so that's uh, mm-hmm. rough for him. Um, I took uh, screenshots of this tussle and then another tussle, which was very similar. So he not only fought off a bunch of people, so his dad's a total badass. He fights yeah. off all <laughs> of the characters, and then the police come and beat him down, which was no good. Um, how did you feel like about Paige in this shot? He, he does. He does. How did you feel about the the father character throughout this story? I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of him, like more visits, maybe like in prison, because we get the whole scene where he's like, "Hey, go and apologize." We get the flashback, and then we just keep hearing that thing, and then we get the you know ultimate kind of reveal near the end. Um. But he's, I like him. I wish I just saw more of him. I was going to ask you, like, before you said that you liked him, your 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 thoughts on Hunter. Like, because he is kind of like a he ghost. He gives me interesting vibes because he doesn't quite, he, he gives anti-hero vibes. That's how I feel about uh, Hunter within this uh, scenario. And yeah, like I said, I didn't trust him. And then eventually I kind of was like, oh, okay, so it's all a uh, gambit here. Everyone's involved. He's cool, man. I'm. I hope that they do something with that character in the MCU. There's really no reason not to, right? I mean, you could even bring in Casper if you want to go another step, where it's even canon that Black Panther wasn't always under the mantle type of thing. I don't think he should take the Black Panther mantle, but you know, if he gets to be White Tiger, cool. And you know, the the, the way that I can see them doing that if they do a second season of uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, although they're doing the movie, so I doubt it. But having Bucky deal with someone dressed like T'Challa running around New York. Oh, yeah. Even if it's his own, like, little, yeah, like, stolen vibranium because it's now out there, especially with whatever we're getting ready to get in Wakanda forever. But, yeah, these characters are so rich in in energy. Hunter, uh, Casper, I, I, and because we spend so much time in New York, you got to kind of to make it feel alive, to really make it feel interesting, I like the fact that a part of me hated the fact that we got these cameos from like certain people, but we never got to see this Black Panther. And like, I'm surprised no Avenger just kind of like showed up and was like, "Hey, 
My Why boy. are you wearing that? <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. But I, that, I guess at that point, maybe you could just assume that T'Challa spoke to people that this guy's going to be running around. It's it's whatever. But I agree with you. There could have been another cameo they could have thrown in there and even developed it a little bit more. But um, so as soon as he finds... Wait, he was pretending to be T'Challa, though. That's yeah, I know. He was like... doing the African accent. That was kind of like interesting that they chose to go that route. So that would have been like I would have loved for Spidey to have interacted with him, and even if like he doesn't catch on, but he's like, "You got a cold or something? You uh-huh. sound a little off." Like the fact that this guy who's in New York doesn't know anything about Wakanda, and maybe other people don't either, but the right. fact that he was doing an African accent and people were just like, "Yes, this man is like they just <laughs> I got my I guess that's Black Panther." I guess if you've never you've never run into Black Panther before, you would kind of uh, I don't know if he tried to trip up anyone that had met the real Black Panther, but who knows? But the scene where his father got beat up, it was essentially another part of uh, T'Challa's plan. He because he he immediately goes to break his father out of jail, and understandably so. And what happens is he runs he runs into uh, T'Challa himself waiting in the soul or in the cell, and. Uh, his hair is still very froey. He hasn't switched his look yet. Um, still looking pretty light. But whatever. Same comic book. So moving on. <laughs> uh, we got chapter four here. Uh, one, this is a cool cover. I like it. The gargoyles, the shotgun. His pants right. seem a little too tight. Ooh, yeah. Good from point. Like, the I bagginess mean... that we've been seeing. But I Yeah, mean... that's an interesting point. Hmm. But I mean, overall, I again, all these pictures are really trying to establish that Cole, uh, that Casper, is a very different T'Challa. Yeah, hundred percent. They're they're like, listen, this, yeah, it's gonna, it shows him with a gun in like every chance they get. They're <laughs> like, this is not T'Challa. Get it through your head. And you know, I can kind of respect that a little bit. Uh, this this scene was pretty funny where he was trying to get information and he hooked up this fake wire thing like he was going to zap this cop's balls to get the yeah. information he needed. That was uh, funny stuff. There's a couple notes I put for chapter four. There's repeated dialogue. It was intentional, but a little annoying. Casper uh, mm-hmm. starts digging on Okoye randomly. <laughs> even though she doesn't say she two words like to him. she looks like his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I know, but it was still kind of wild that like she never said yeah. a word to him. And he's like, no, nah, this is my girl now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a getter. Even when he's in a relationship I know that was the worst part because it when he was saying this stuff, he was like, Yeah, if Gwen wasn't pregnant, I wouldn't be with her. I was like, Oh, okay, you're you're being a, okay, all right. I, I mean he eventually turned, he changes he changes his tune by the end of it. But yeah, I mean, he even feels a bit of shame, which probably rightfully so a little bit, you know. As but, you should. Right. Uh anyway, 66 Bridges intrigue. Uh Jasper's corrupt boss Sal thinks the new Black Panther is Torque. So I took a screenshot of them uh pointing that out and racist. I really think this guy would ever <laughs> dress up as Black Panther. Like this guy looks like Dale Earnhardt's cousin. Like he's not putting on the Black Panther costume. Whatever. You can't uh, tell me that that's not Jeff Foxworthy. You can't. <laughs> right. Okay, then we get to meet this character, which ne- did they ever? They never bring it back up. They talk about mm-hmm. it a couple times, but they never show this mask again. It's so weird that they immediately just dropped that. Do you have any like any idea why that would be? I get that it's supposed to be like a ghost. It's called uh, Kabuka. 
Yeah, he's in a later chapter. Is he? <laughs> when? Yeah. Maybe he's okay, like when well, they're doing crew stuff. Because oh, and the okay, I haven't read the crew stuff then. Okay, so there is a payoff later. That's good, but within the context, it's like this is the only appearance of the character, and I thought it was kind of odd. Uh, I do like that it's like a myth based one though, where it's like yeah, they could be real, they could not be. Uh, there's another image of Snow Leopard. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snow Leopard. It's like the, it, I love it's the also fact that nighttime. his gloves don't even match. <laughs> well, you, that they make very obvious, which I was like, I kind of dig that. So he's just got like a like a lumberjack glove, essentially. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I need to cover my hand. I don't have another one of these claws laying around. All right. I, I want this to be known. Where claws. do all of these people in the 90s get trench coats? Because if you ask any any superhero or any True. character in the 90s, they, have you tried to buy a trench coat? They're expensive. <laughs> uh, once, but then they kicked me out and put a restraining order for... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I never tried to buy a trench coat. <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to keep your clothes on, Josh, in order to buy trench coats. <laughs> well, then what's the point of the trench coat? <laughs> anyway, there's this, uh, there's this helicopter attack. Which is, is, you know, very another one of those 90s things. Oh, yeah, in response to your point. Uh, it's because of the Matrix. That's why everyone has trench coats. <laughs> That's fair. He falls out of a uh, building. I thought this. he makes a funny joke in this. He's like, this always works for Daredevil and Spider-Man. He's like, lucky white boys or something. <laughs> <He's> like, <"What?" laughs> the flagpole snaps immediately. Uh, I just screenshot it because that was hilarious. Uh, what did you have uh, of interest in this uh, uh, portion of the story? So, I mean, this is just, I, I really got, like, a lot of overarching uh, things. For a random, like, beat cop, Casper, for some reason, I I know that's why he relies on guns more than, like, right. in combat, but I'm like, this dude's out here doing shit that he's not, hands, not even going to cop. Yeah, no, he's not, yeah, he's, he's definitely trained in more than just uh, the police academy, that's for sure. Um, but I would have we... liked to have seen more of that. Like this man's doing, like, and when they did the 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 heist that went wrong, or not the heist, but the the and, like he explains like, oh, I already had the suit on. That's why he was able to do like spinning on oh, the, the yeah, ceiling yeah, with yeah. the gun. I was like, okay, because I was about to say that is not a normal person. <laughs> true that. True if that. I would have survived that, I would have been like, no, he is. There's something wrong with Casper. He's, yeah, he's a, we got to acknowledge Casper uses rubber bullets to further solidify yes. that he is a good guy. So we didn't talk about that <laughs> yet. Uh, apparently, Scruggs gave the order to kill Blackjack, which he failed. And Scruggs is the right hand man of Sal, which is the corrupt Sal. boss. Huh? No, yeah, I was. I was. No. Yeah. OK. Uh, <laughs> it was in this moment that Casper realized that he wanted to be a good role model for his son. And I was like. It's kind of odd that it took you a minute to get there, but hey, man. <laughs> yeah, because cool. he was he was he was ready to kill. He's ready to leave well, his baby mama to go be with a koi, a koi. Oh man, good stuff. Chapter uh, five, another gun. It's like this is not T'Challa. You need to know. <laughs> And this is where we got the introduction to the the triage, uh, the character triage. I don't know if he's of much importance other than he has these weird scars on his chest. There's a couple characters that felt kind of like forced in here, 
but I did note that he made a joke about <laughs> at least I'm not the penguin and tell riddles and calling Chief O'Hara. So that was such a DC <laughs> reference that like even DC fans wouldn't get that joke because not every DC fan has watched the 66 Batman show and knows who Chief O'Hara is. So I thought that was uh, it's pretty funny that there's some deep cuts. There's uh, another one where they say something about Lois Lane and then later he yeah, makes a yeah. Shazam joke. I'm like, what is going on? Are comic books existing in this universe? Do these guys also exist in the DC? It happens in the movies now too. Like in, in Eternals, they talk about how... Uh, Oh man, the Gilgamesh is uh, like the the Alfred, <laughs> calls himself yeah. Alfred or something like that. It's like, yeah, they bring what? up Batman at one point to somebody. Yeah, they uh, say yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of weird references, but you know, whatever. Chapter five wasn't as important as the rest, honestly. At least that's how I felt. They had this introduced a guy called Uncle Franklin. He's a internal investigations agent. He felt like kind of a Phil Coulson knockoff. That's the best I can give him. They have an intense talk about his dad and how he was the greatest cop of all time, but he was also, you know, he had to deal with corruption too. So further exploring the fact that like every cop in New York has to bend the rules a little bit, which is kind of a weird concept, but very comic booky. Yeah. I would say that with this one, you're right. It, it was very kind of like not needed, but we had that, like, I like the like little conversation between Cole, his mom and Gwen at the beginning of this one. Oh Yeah. <clears throat> and I I love the fact that Casper, you don't know if you're supposed to be rooting for him throughout when, like the way like you're like, oh, he's Black Panther. He's trying to like help his dad. But you're also like, he's a dick to his pregnant girlfriend. Yep. He's like withholding, like it's like, hey, the lights turned out. And he's like, I guess I'll go like it's like, bro, you're yeah, there were a couple times where he's like, listen, you gotta, like, I get that you're overwhelmed with your own stuff right now, but, like, your girl needs toilet paper. Like, <laughs> get on that. You're a terrible boyfriend. Yeah, she's like, hey, you you owe me food. You haven't been home all... I know you're not at work. <laughs> you're suspended <laughs> for a week. Big facts. Yeah, I love the mom I, character, I, I, too, and how the mom, like, was the reason he didn't just let her leave and move into the Y. And then she kind of seems like she probably regretted that decision because they're always at each other's throat through this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. And and you know what? Uh, it it comes to fruition a little bit. Like, the, the, the like, end of Cole's, uh, of Casper's story and stuff like that is, like, no, he ends on like a on, on like a kind of good note. But you're like, yeah, you deserve everything that happened up to this point. Yep, a hundred percent. It's like, yeah, he, I mean, it's a flawed main character, which is always a good thing too. But that that yeah, that takes Terry Chapter Five again. That was probably the most boring out of all of them. So we go into Chapter Six here. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this cover. They got like a zombie Jason. Forties. Or he's yeah, not not Jason Todd, but I guess a little bit of Jason Todd too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's like skin and bones. But I mean, this is like the moment in which like, uh, I wouldn't say it's the darkest because it's a lot of talking. But yeah, he seems wi- withered. He withered, seems, like, yeah. Weathered. Yeah. Okay. And I think yeah. Fair like, enough. Yeah, and this is the moment where yeah everything kind of, and then we get into ascension. Like this is the final part of like the black and white, like the beginning part of him being 
Black yep. Panther. Yeah, I have to say, yep, a hundred percent. So this is where the it starts to switch things up a little bit. But the things that I put is notes for chapter six. Casper has to meet a woman uh, with a shopping cart for sale. Runs into his mom and girlfriend, which I, <laughs> which is pretty funny. That uh, they they just called in. They're like, "Hey, where is he at?" And they had the audacity to tell them where a cop was while he was on duty. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, like, I guess the only reason I could think that is if they know he's pregnant. If they know she's pregnant. That's true. It yeah, could have been point. like an emergency. But then That's, again, they could have just radioed. I think it was the mom <laughs> that was calling, though. That's the thing is, like, <laughs> he did leave his family out to try a couple times for, like, he's like, okay, I got to go on this journey. I got to starve myself for three days. I'm just going to leave my wife and or my pregnant girlfriend and my mom behind. They'll figure it out. <laughs> leave the note. Hey, be back in three days. Yeah. Pack food. <laughs> but to end this storyline, uh, at least the first part of it, which is the first six chapters, uh, Sal gets himself into a compromising situation and Casper takes advantage and he's like, no one's going to believe that uh, you did this. So he shoots himself in the head with the with the gun <laughs> and realizes he almost killed himself. I'm like, good work by you. <laughs> uh, what other screenshots are there here? Oh, we get to go see weird Mor- Morbius, <laughs> Morbius T'Challa. <laughs> yeah, we got Morpheus will be like. I love how in this iteration, Morpheus, thank you. T'Challa never looks like T'Challa. He doesn't look like a bunch of no. other black people. Yeah, they're like, hmm. Well, we don't know what T'Challa looks like, so who's a famous black actor? All right, he's gonna look like that in this issue. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, right. we got looking like kind of Denzel and Lawrence Fishburne. None of these yeah. make sense. No. Okay. So the, once he gets, you know, he catches Sal, the story ends where all of the people that were part of his conglomerate get fired. He gets demoted because he's too powerful. He's always been in the, uh, the pocket of 66 bridges. And we finally get acknowledgement of why that is. And it's because they have his kid and it's like, okay, you can almost, feel for Sal, even though he's been like terrible for this entire situation. Yeah. What was the deal with the dad? That's where this, he this is, issue went. He is, the, he is the head of the 66 bridges for real. Like when they, when he, thought okay. was like, yeah. When he thought like, Oh, my dad got like set up. He didn't. Well, he did get set up, but he is he's the, the kingpin he of the 66 bridges. Okay. I don't know if that was ever like full. I guess it was kind of implied a couple different times, but I, I guess it didn't. It didn't like upright or upfront say it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, cool little aspect then, father son rivalry coming down the road for sure. Uh, this scene happens <laughs> right after, and it's yep, weird looking T'Challa. That's Colonel like, Bubblegum from Stitch. <laughs> literally, literally, show this image to literally like any comic book fan ever, <laughs> and they're like. They'd be they like, couldn't oh, guess who this is. Here. <laughs> not guess who this guy is. They, they, you could give someone fifteen guesses, and no one would guess T'Challa. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing with this look? Whatever. Uh, yeah, like if you were to be like, all right, three guesses, I'd be like, all right. So they put Colonel Bubbles in here, or they'd be like, no, that's not. It's like the Agent Forty Seven from Hitman. No, <laughs> did Nick Fury shave? Like he, he, none of them are good answers. <laughs> oh jeez, did Luke Cage do the Sammy Sosa treatment? <laughs> Okay. Anyway, more uh, more stuff to do with the father, and uh, he cuddles <laughs> up to his girlfriend like he hasn't left her <laughs> multiple times <laughs> throughout the storyline. 
I think it's the brain damage, though. Yeah, must be. (laughs) Moving on, we go to Ascension Part 1. Ascension is a four-part story that kind of closes out the Black Panther run from Christopher Priest. So it was uh, pretty cool. We got the Morpheus. (laughs) We got uh, Falcon. How did you feel about Falcon in this storyline? Because he was he was he was used more than any other cameo. They said that he has a relationship with Torque, but I that was I don't know. Did you know about that before? Was that something that caught you by surprise? Because I had no idea. I didn't even know who Torque was, none, let alone the fact that he knew Falcon. The only reason that I figured he knew Falcon is because in the comic iteration, Falcon used to be a criminal. So I figured, uh, I figured Torque probably like, you know, took him under like a mentor, mentor thing, or just kind of like buffed him enough times to where they know each other. Okay, fair enough. How did you feel about this meeting? Because I think Falcon and T'Challa both know that they're testing Casper, but Falcon's got to pretend he doesn't know that, which is kind of a weird situation to be in, but... Uh, I liked the use of uh, Falcon throughout the go to his funeral and Falcon's kind of a jerk to Casper giving him the cold shoulder because you're the reason Torque's dead, even though he knows spoiler Torque's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of mind games in, in these issues. Um, where in like the first part, you would think that there would have been more with like dad being a secret, like Kingpin and, and, children being kidnapped like you would think there'd be a little bit more espionage thriller to that but it wasn't it's more to this part i don't think it needed to be yeah uh we got a captain america cameo cool i guess i mean i guess you <laughs> just kind of there um, yep uh we get i, I took a screenshot here because it's a particularly intense thing because he decides like the way he's gonna find the child is find the pediatrician that took care of the kid while He's been in custody or whatever, or been uh, not in custody, whatever the correct term is, kidnapped, I guess, <laughs> abducted. There it is. There it is. Yep. Uh, he has a gun just right in the guy's mouth. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, that's intense. Oh, he keeps putting stuff in people's mouths. He does yeah. it at the beginning. He like took dirty money, put it in yep, he did that too. mouth. Oh, I think I actually <laughs> did take a picture of their screenshot of the. Let's see. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> that's kind of his jam. <laughs> He's just yeah, like he just... shoving people's mouths. It's like, what up? Shoving... This is my dominance thing. <laughs> he's a, he's a uh, I mean, I I know I said it, but I do enjoy the ruthlessness of Cole. I just wish he interacted with other people more. Like, I understand that yeah. this is like a Black Panther story, and it's him coming to terms with becoming Black Panther until at the least, end we get that bait switch. Have more not. involvement with Black Panther, or like more with, <laughs> like characters from Wakanda. It's like, what do we, what are we doing here? These are all like kind of new characters with very like loose ties to T'Challa, and then he jumps in every once in a while. It's, it's very strange. Yeah, I mean, even like the dude from the Wrecker who. Uh, like moves to Wakanda and becomes like a famous sign. There's so many Wakandans who aren't in Wakanda right now, or introduce Wakandans who aren't in Wakanda right now. True. And even <laughs> true, true. Uh, so Black Panther's kind of back in action. Everyone knows he's not dead, but Casper's still in contact with the White Wolf, which makes things you know more fun. Uh, Torque funeral, a couple cameos. Uh, Sam seems to not be on board with Casper dressing as Black Panther. 
And then there's the classic rival team up to track down Sal's kid who's been missing for years, which is exactly what we've been talking about. Uh, Falcon calls him out. Yeah, he's, there's a little image of Red Wing over there. Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't do a bird Red Wing within the MCU because it would just be kind of odd. It would be. I what I again, there's like little moments in which I wish that they, even if they didn't have him, because I think that for the MCU mysticism, especially for who he is as a person, for Sam, wouldn't have made sense. But right. Having a pet bird or having a previous pet bird mm, I don't want named Red Wing, and that's yeah, like that a picture of him as a kid, even if it's a picture of him as a kid at a bird sanctuary, and he's just doing this, nice. just something that, like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's all he's always been near. Yeah, a bird. I think we've been there and they didn't capitalize because we already got a Falcon of Winter Soldier show and they never brought it up. So. Now he's Captain America, and Cap doesn't have Red Wing. Well, there's like a version for Sam Wilson's cap, and he has Red Wing, <laughs> so that's good. I, that, I mean, I haven't seen like the bird Red Wing. Oh, uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else then, or maybe I'm just thinking of a Captain America cover where he's got an eagle on his arm or something. That seems possible as well. Uh, but yeah, here's Cole. This now he's he's finally starting to look black, but they all, <laughs> I think they went too far now because now he's the same shade as T'Challa, yet his nickname is Casper. <laughs> they need to figure it out. They need to figure out what's going on with the artists on this whole thing. They just uh, have him getting blacker and blacker as the, <laughs> the chapters go on. True. Uh, the last note I put was Falcon calls Falcon calls him out for not having pure motives. Casper then asks for uh, Black Panther's help in trying to become uh, a worthy Black Panther. So that brings us into Ascension Part Two. Uh, this starts out with a bang, and it's uh, so not that's not even there yet. We get introduced to Mama. <laughs> How did you feel about Mama, Black Panther's I- combat trainer? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Cole has a weird fetish. <laughs> yeah, why did she have a baby on her back? <laughs> the whole time she had a baby. And she was like she looked like an old woman and then he finally hits back and then everyone's mad at him for punching the old lady like she didn't just throw him out of a two-story building. Uh, so this is silly comic book stuff. I love it. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, I I always that's kind of um small tangent. That's why I like Gotham Knights right now is because I love me some Gotham they, Knights too. They don't discriminate. Like you can walk up and it could be like a bird, like the uh, the mafia women. Oh, the Godmothers. Yep. Yeah, the Godmother is like, oh no, you are. You, I am Jason yeah. Todd. I am a full grown man who has to just start. Yeah, yeah you have to. Pound on, yeah, they're intense. I've actually, oh man, I put so many hours into the game. It's, I'm going to platinum trophy the thing, and I've got five more trophies to get. So we're going to get there in the next couple of days. I've been too busy podcasting. So you guys are all welcome for me not <laughs> exclusively playing I've video just games. Not, I've just not been near the game. So fair enough. Uh, moving on, though, Casper. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, uh, Liam. You know, what up? <laughs> Shout out my boy. <laughs> my Casper. Uh, we got Casper goes to Wakanda, to the Wakanda, Wakanda Embassy. And uh, that 
kind of starts this whole trial by fire thing. Very Hercules, very, I don't even know. There's just lots of trials he has to go through to become a worthy Black Panther. How did you feel about this whole situation? I felt like this was like awkwardly short. Maybe it's because it's like near the tail end of his like arc. I was like, man, this could have just been majority of his arc and all these like little things that we've gotten like the finding out his dad is a kingpin and all that that could have been the b plot yeah, they got dropped <laughs> a little bit it's like i don't even remember if the dad shows up in ascension if he does it's very underwhelming yeah so like i i was like man they could have switched so much stuff around Right. And had him being like tr- trying to be chained by T'Challa because again at the beginning he was already doing Black Panther with Doug, but he was out here being Black Panther already. So yes. now he's learning to be Black Panther, even though he's been doing it. I know T'Challa supplied him with the uh, the energy dagger and the weird computer chip card. I don't even know what you call it, but like it's like hey, it gives you all the information. It's kind of, it is essentially just seemed like a cell phone. Jarvis, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like Jar, it's like a Jarvis cell phone. Uh, but while he's doing this, he doesn't know how to fight them. He gets some tips on his little device, and he assumes it's uh, Okoye trying to send him hints. But it is not. It ends up being our good friend, Eric Killmonger. Yeah. He's intense. How did we feel about uh, Killmonger's intro into the story? I, I like both iterations of Killmonger. Mm-hmm. I... Um, I'm glad that he's a little bit more fleshed out in the newer stuff, but he is a really fun general rival to uh T'Challa. Mm. He's also smart, and you know he he is the the real equivalent when you think of like most Nimbusai in terms of Marvel, where it's just the evil version of them with all the same powerscapes and all that. Right, that yeah, is what Killmonger was. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. True blue villains that are like Claw and Namor, but like Killmonger is his Killmonger his, is his Ironmonger or his Venom yeah. or his Exactly. He just represents what would have happened if he took a different route in life type of deal. And exactly. uh yep. There's the fight. Uh Casper humiliates Okoye because he has to fight her next. Uh don't have that that screenshot here, but he flips her and then he kisses her, which is Kiss like her. I don't like that's assault. a move. That's a bit of an assault move. And like he's just like, it was in the heat of battle. I'm like, I don't think that's gonna hold up in court, my guy. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna hold up to your girlfriend, my guy. Also true. Yeah, he was uh he was gonna be a big, big trouble when he got home if she ever found out, which she never did. It's like is it good that she I don't know, maybe they should have let the girlfriend find out about it and then have him get what's coming to him. But whatever. Uh, that happens. More DC references. Uh, there's a cool shot of Killmonger here. He's got a pet jaguar. Yeah. I, I'm into it. I think it looks sick. Golden Jaguar, man. Mm-hmm. That was his like pseudo name for the from the movie. Yep. So uh, he gets bailed out because it seems like Okoye is also into the kissy thing. Uh, turns out she's just like working for T'Challa. But hey, you don't need to know that till the end here. Uh, next section, this is part three. How did you feel about this portion, Noah? I feel like I'm talking your ear off. You take it, take it here. Oh, so for me, this was a, my, like, we, we talked about this cover. This is the cover that I was like, oh, 
Hell yeah. Yeah. It's um, the cover of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the cover of the whole thing. It's the one that makes the most impact. Um, this is like the true blue fight between him and Killmonger. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where things come to a head that I enjoyed. Again, I, I like Killmonger. I think Killmonger, again, would have been a very worthy longtime rival of Casper. I think mm-hmm. he would have been the really uh, uh, antithesis to the Black Panther that Cole is trying to be and seeing how Killmonger is pretty much that, but evil. So I would have liked to have seen him go, oh, I'm kind of like, even like the quirkiness that is Cole, where it's like, oh man, this guy kind of makes sense. Am I evil? Like that would have been a really fun moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, the utilization of Killmonger was interesting. He came out of a coma, so now he has his rights as the, uh, what is it called? The whatever representative for Wakanda that by like T'Challa had been filling that role temporarily while he was out of commission. So he gets to make the ultimate decisions. And he, instead of just murdering Casper, he, uh, he gives him the alternative to take the high, I don't know, the lab created heart shaped herb, which do you mm-hmm. think they might go about the, then the similar route in Wakanda forever? I do. I think that that might be what uh, Shuri and Ironheart are working on. Mm, I could do that. Uh, because Killmonger destroyed all of them at the end of the first Black Panther. So. Yes, he did. And it what a, a trial. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so Killmonger cuts the deal and Casper agrees that he's gonna um he's gonna take the herb and then it was interesting because then it felt like they're like, Oh, you don't owe Killmonger anything yet, but if he helps you in your thing, it's like, didn't he already help with your journey? Don't you owe him now? They're like, No, nope, yeah. it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> like it's good to help it you find only when we need it to. Then you owe him. I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, the way they end this episode, he does take the herb and he wakes up. Everyone thinks he's hungover, but turns out he's uh, he's blind. And that was a pretty intense scene. I took yes. a screenshot of it to end here. I was like, whoa, all right, they're going that way. And and this one, I think, is the perfect color for him. I think this is him. Yeah, Casper. that makes the most sense. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Also, in the last couple, like, this is when the artist changes. And, you know, again, we've had a lot of different artists. But he looks like a linebacker. Like, he he's looks so huge. much thicker in this. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. The The body physique of the 90s comic books was kind of something to behold, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, what do you know? Next issue, the final Ascension Part 4. four. This is another really cool cover. I, I was into it. Um it just like dark. I even made it our background here. And how'd you feel about the conclusion, Noah? Um, I can't say this is gonna sound like as much as I've been like kind of talking this up. It didn't hit me as well. I don't know. I I felt again until that final part where we get the reveal that like he is now the new uh, white wolf. And T'Challa's Black Panther again. I was like, yeah, that's just kind of... But here it is. Yeah, like, great. We knew that that was going to... Like, ah, I don't know. I feel like for all of the trials to become Black Panther and him not be Black Panther felt so just kind of shitty. 
<laughs> that's a that's a very good point, my friend. But you know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, <laughs> the way that he was dealing with his powers was interesting. Uh, his body had to adjust to the overwhelming. It, it was very similar to Daredevil when he first became blind, and he was overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the sounds, smells, tastes, and everything. Um, we get introduced to, from what I've heard, a relatively like controversial character because she was so in your face 90s black set queen divine justice she uh, yeah um she's like a 98 pound superhero superheroine that fights bad guys like t'challa i there's not enough of her within this context for me to really form an opinion of her but uh i've heard that she's not everyone's favorite character so you know what can you do this is i believe her first introduction into comic books Okay, and maybe, uh, I think she appears quite a bit in the crew, so um, that that might be where a lot of people, like, kind of, because for me, I was taking her, like, giving her, like, a, a Misty Knight, Foxy Brown yeah, type that's, feel. Yeah, that is how she so feels, I, yeah. So I, I was just like, okay, I mean, it's weird, because we have Misty Knight, so I don't understand why we have to have two black exploitation, badass black chicks. But maybe she's a lot louder and a lot more kind of stereotypical, uh, the stereotyped uh, version of black women in which they're always mad, they're always angry, they're always yelling, which isn't the case. Because even Miss Knight, at first, people would think that, but she's a very calm, collected, right, hundred percent. Yep. Well, uh, why didn't we all get Misty? Important. She's a black police officer in New York. <laughs> Yes, there's definitely would have made more sense, but they had to introduce another character for some reason. But uh, when Killmonger was about to help uh, Casper here, he just smashes his communicators like, no, I'm going to figure it out myself. And he does. He finds the boy, and it turns out T'Challa had already found him with the Koye <laughs> and uh, Tark, Tork. Tork. Yeah. And uh, he decks Tork in the face, and turns out Tork isn't dead. Did that hit you any sort of type of way like why did that happen why was it part of it it was in on it the whole time it seemed yeah (laughs) again i feel like this this landing didn't hit the way that i was hoping it would i was hoping Mm. for yeah it felt empty there's a lot that a lot of build up and then the end of it just kind of ended up being pretty boring uh but i I think that was them leading up to the crew i don't think they were it's not like one shots where they know that they are trying to end a story. This is them. We have the same issue with Thor, uh, Thor the God Butcher. Like, it's not an ending. It's just right. leading into the next issue, so it doesn't that's, feel that's completed. That's the sins of comic books lately, man. I mean, I get it because they want to keep you returning and coming back. That's why I'm a big like you and I are big fans of Black Label because they don't really have series that they continue on. They have like. This is part one of eight. You know there's only going to be eight parts. <laughs> You're ready to buy all of them, and they're going to be awesome. That's kind of how they roll. I do like yeah, and ongoing if you like series, it enough, Right, and if you do like it enough, like with The Dark Knight, I'm sure Frank Miller originally um, was like, yeah, boom, done, and eh, finished. But they then people like it, so he's like, <laughs> I, right, so he was like, I could tell another story in this world, but again, it's going to be open and closed. It's going to be mm. beginning to end. I prefer right. that. I very much enjoy when a story has a full go- like it goes from beginning to end. And if that takes a couple of issues, it takes a couple of issues. 
that's not where my issue was. Yeah, that's issue a mistake. When they make you want, they're like, no, we have to keep churning out. We have to keep giving 57 volumes, like, or 12, and then start over. Yeah, it's it's a very strange situation. Marvel has done something similar with the old man Logan storyline. Within that story that they did, it was one of the best comic book stories to be told in quite a long time. And then they went off the rails, man. They brought old man Logan from this alternate future into the main Marvel timeline. I'm like, this yeah. just feels wrong. Like I read the issues and I was like, this just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same anymore. But yeah, they, they kind of did that here where they're like, okay, we're going to build up this guy. He's going to be like, oh, he passed all the tests to be Black Panther. Boom, left turn. Now he's White Tiger. Deal with it. Whatever. Uh, Okoye was just testing him. So uh, I guess he... I, I don't know what that was supposed to really tell us that she wasn't into him, but he's like, yeah, but you were into it. So really it's like, you're still a jerk here. <laughs> it's like that alleviates the problem. And, and it, don't get me wrong. Okoye, bad, bad. Baddie, I think it's baddie, the fact yeah. that, I think it's the fact that she looked like grace. I truly don't think he's that attracted to Okoye. He's just stuck yeah. off. He's just stuck on his ex. Yep, that's probably what it is. All right, that's the end of this storyline. It does go on to seven issues of the crew. And like I said, maybe we'll do that on a future comic book club episode. But it didn't feel like it was something that really belonged within Black Panther week. So hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Noah, I don't know how many more episodes you're going to show up in this week. So I want you to give your takes, some predictions, whatever you want to say about Wakanda forever. Get it out now and hopefully we'll be able to get you on uh, Friday or at least Thursday if you're able to make the same showing. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. I asked my little brother, so we're going to try and make that. Um, but for me, and this is kind of to go into today's uh, episode that dropped on Spotify for Marvel stuff, I love Black Panther. I mm. love T'Challa. I love Wakanda. I love the stories that are told there. I think that they are going to make a very beautiful piece of art that will, will always remember the light that Chadwick uh, bestowed upon us. The thing that I want uh, to be known is, as much as I would have preferred that T'Challa could live on in the MCU, and sadly that not the case i never want to take away from the fact that i loved what he brought he made little black boys and i i stress that as a little but as someone who was a little black boy he gave little black boys a hero that wasn't the military that wasn't inside of a mech he was a king he was smart he was a genius he was everything that uh, any little little kid could be Black excellence is the epitome of black excellence. And for me being able to look at that man, even as a kid reading the comics and knowing that, Hey, I could, I could aspire to be to that. I can aspire to be that was amazing. So I hold nothing but high hopes for the movies. I have all nothing but love for Ryan and the cast of Wakanda forever. Uh, I miss Chadwick. I'm just sad that, for the time being, we're not going to be able to see another strong black man continue yeah. to make kids I'm feel that you. way. What are you most looking forward to in Wakanda forever? As much as I just said all that black positivity, Namor, I am very <laughs> nice. intrigued on his story. I love Namor. I love the anti-hero-ness in him. I love the pettiness of that man. 
that man will go out of his way to try and sleep with anyone's wife, and that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> Watch out, Storm. Oh, wait, that didn't happen in the MCU, <laughs> you stupid idiots. Hey, hey, when they all had the Phoenix Force shoot, we don't know what That's true. Whatever happens, happens, my guy. No, <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Maybe they'll have a storm someday, but that day is not today, and she's certainly not going to be married to King T'Challa in the MCU. She's a bummer. No. Yeah, Namor looks cool. I like the pivot from Atlantis. It's uh I forget the name of the new underwater kingdom, but it's it's based on the on the Aztecs. It's kind of a cool defer, like a just a way to defer themselves from Aquaman and uh, you know the DC universe that they're building up because Aquaman was such a popular movie. They're like we don't want to like rehash that and try and do our own thing. Let's let's you know, take a few degrees of separation and just do something relatively new. Which I believe I, I like the fact uh, as much as I, I've publicly dogged on, on, on the podcast and, and in real life, uh, my disdain for Guardians. I think James Gunn being one of the heads of the DC uh, EU going forward is really smart and really beautiful because of his relationship to Kevin. We are no longer going to, I feel like, have this discourse where it is Marvel versus DC. It's right. no longer, it's going to be comic, it's going to be comic excellence, like how we have black excellence or we have American, or we have the American pride. It's going to be that. It's not about me versus DC versus Marvel. It's about both comic books succeeding because if one fails, the comic comic books as a whole could fail. If one side plummets, it could be the end of the two big conglomerates that we know. Right. Yep. No, I'm glad you brought that up because this is the Gotham City Rogues podcast as well. And we have not talked about James Gunn's, uh, you know, ascension because we've been doing these comic book clubs, but I couldn't be more excited. That's my opinion on the matter. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be badass. There's going to be all good things. Uh, he's a very funny man. What he did with Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, like we reviewed Peacemaker on this uh, podcast and it was uh, it was a wonderful time. So. I the DC's future looks bright. It's gonna be awesome. Uh hope you guys are enjoying all this Marvel stuff. This uh, before been, we go, uh, you have oh, to say what it. you feel about um Black Panther. Even though you're gonna talk more about it, I wanna know your what oh, were you yeah. looking for? Yeah, I've been talking everyone's ear off about Black <laughs> Panther, Wakanda forever. But yeah, uh the things I'm most looking forward to is uh the character change of sh- Shuri, she was the playful, exciting younger sister who was pretty bubbly. And that actress is going to be taking on a whole different role. She's going to be playing like she's going to be somber. She's going to be taking on a lot of responsibility and she's going to be in pain. And I think as an audience, we talked about on the previous episode from day two, it's the intertwine between the fictional universe and the reality of Chadwick's passing and how close that cast actually was. So not only are we mourning the character of T'Challa with his sister and the other people from Wakanda, we're also mourning uh, Chadwick Boseman with Letitia Wright and the other uh, actors that are in Wakanda. So it's going to be a whole different theater experience. You're always going to cry. It's going to be great. But I, I, but I am also glad that this whole movie isn't going to be grieving. We are getting a pretty interesting storyline. We're getting Namor. We've, you know, Ms. Marvel was technically the first mutant. I get it. And we got Professor X and Multiverse of Madness. But this is the first true, like, one, he's considered the original, one of the original mutants. And yeah. it's going to be cool that he gets to uh, 
be at the forefront of this movie as an antagonist. And then probably, as you said, eventually an anti-hero. It's going to be great. Sleeping with everyone's wife. Look out, Sue. Look out, <laughs> Sue. He's coming. Hey, Pepper Potts is single, I've heard. <laughs> oh, <is that> too Holla at you, boy. All right. Anyway, that was fun. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, This has been day three of uh, Black Panther week. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Again, it's going to be posted at night. We're going to do a spoiler-free review. At the very least, it's going to be me and my my brother Darius. And if uh, if Noah and his brother can make it out, he will also be on that episode. And then we're going to do a full review probably around 9 to 9.30 p.m. on Friday, Eastern Standard Time. We'll get as many people as we can to come hop on for the, the full spoilers full uh, review of the whole movie we know that that's everyone's favorite part we just like to have a little build-up you know i hope you guys yeah. are enjoying this yeah, I gotta and, have uh, people wanting it a little bit more exactly plus comic books guys this is why we do a comic book one on every one of these theme weeks because that's the origin material we gotta give put some respect on comic books names and we do it on this podcast all the time and we're uh, happy to be sharing that audience with the marvel stuff pod and we appreciate you in the words of the immortal coach, have fun, but not too much fun without us. <laughs>